Hey Gateway Church, for those of you that don't know me or recognise me yet, my name is Sam and I am the, I've just started this week as the youth worker at Gateway Church. I am so excited to be here and be part of the team here and to be uh, praying and planning a little bit about what it looks like for the young people to grow in God this year, but also just to, to be part of the church family, for us all to be growing together in God. I've so enjoyed looking at the life of Jesus in the series that we've been doing on Mark, and we're going to be continuing that series today in this devotional. So we're going to be looking at Mark chapter 12, verses 1 to 12. If you've got your Bible, I just encourage you to grab that and to, and to have a look and a read through this with me. But don't worry if you haven't, because I'm going to read it. So this passage, this part is a parable. It's called the parable of the tenants. Okay, so I'm just going to read it to us. Starting in verse 1. And he began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard and put a fence around it and dug a pit for the winepress and built a tower and leased it to tenants and went into another country. When the season came, he sent a servant to the tenants to get from them some of the fruit of the vineyard. And they took him and beat him and sent him away empty handed. Again, he sent to them another servant and they struck him on the head and treated him shamefully. And he sent another and him they killed. And so with many others, some they beat and some they killed. He had still one other, a beloved son. Finally, he sent him to them, saying, they will respect my son. But those tenants said to one another, this is the heir. Come, let us kill him and the inheritance will be ours. And they took him and killed him and threw him out of the vineyard. What will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the tenants and give the vineyard to others. Have you not read this scripture? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvellous in our eyes. And they were seeking to arrest him, but feared the people, for they perceived that he had told this parable against them. So they left him and went away. Now, in some ways, this is quite a difficult kind of bit of the passage to apply to us, because actually what the parable is about is actually about condemning the attitude of the religious leaders. The, the religious leaders are, are the tenants of the vineyard. Those are they're the ones who, who come and uh, they kill the prophets. That, that, that's kind of what the idea is. They kill the messengers that God has sent in order to, to see fruit from the vineyard, from the stuff that God has planted, that he, he wants to see that fruit. And actually, they have, they have, through kind of religiosity and through putting laws on, on people that, that God never put on people, they've weighed them down. And so actually this whole parable is, is an indictment against the religious leaders at the time, and they kind of perceive this. And so in a way, it's quite a weird one to, to, to try and apply to ourselves. But there's a couple of things within this that really do apply to us and, and they're going to hopefully really encourage us today in our situation, and our circumstances. And the first thing is this, in, in verse 6, what the owner says, so this is God kind of saying this, he says that they will respect my son. And the idea is that actually the way that we interact with Jesus, the way that anyone interacts with Jesus is a direct indication of how they relate to God, of what they think about God. And so the reason this was an indictment against the religious leaders is because they didn't believe that Jesus was the son of God. That though he came as God's son, as the fulfilment of all the things, the fulfilment of the law, the fulfilment of all the promises of God, that actually they rejected him. 
And the way then that we approach Jesus is the way that we approach God. And the reason why that's significant is this bit that is quoted towards the end of the passage in verses 10 to 11, which is quoted from Psalm 118. And it says, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing and it is marvellous in our eyes. And this kind of psalm that is being quoted is kind of recognised by this point as a messianic psalm. So it's a psalm that is talking about the Messiah to come, the saviour to come, who is Jesus. And so what Jesus is saying is he's saying that the builders, which is the, again the religious leaders, they have rejected the cornerstone, the very foundation from which everything is built upon, these builders have rejected but if you remember what I said earlier about how the way we approach Jesus is the way that we approach God, well, the way that we approach Jesus is as the cornerstone, is as the very foundation for our salvation, the very foundation for our lives, that Jesus is the Messiah, Jesus is the saviour, he's our saviour. And because he is our saviour, because that is how we approach Jesus, that is how we approach God. We don't approach God trying to work our way to salvation. We don't try and approach God by, by being fearful of judgment. We approach God through Jesus, who is our cornerstone, through which everything out of our faith, everything out of our life is then built on that foundation of Jesus as our cornerstone. So then we approach God with boldness, expecting grace, expecting love, expecting him to work and move in power by his spirit in our lives because Jesus is our cornerstone. And I don't know where you're at today. I don't know where you've been at for a little while maybe. And I've been struggling with normal, like this new normal that we've got that we're trying to adjust to. Like it's still not normal. It's still not the same. It's still not the way I want it to be. But actually, this encourages me that no matter what is going on, no matter what foundations seem to have been shaken, whether that is work or, or finances or children or health or whatever it may be, that actually Jesus is the foundation, that Jesus, Jesus is the cornerstone from which everything is built in our lives. Everything good and everything that is a blessing to us is built from Jesus, who is our cornerstone, that we approach God through Jesus, our cornerstone, that we relate to God because Jesus has won the victory, that Jesus has, has taken away our sin, that Jesus has given us life in all its fullness, that Jesus has sent the Spirit with the Father, that we may know him more, that we may increase in who he, in looking like he is in our lives.